Hello, thank you so much for being around. This day has been a while. Uh, all these weeks I've been giving to you uh, messages from preachings we're having in a prayer meeting and fellowship. So I might say that they are more forceful and more, you understand what I mean? Yeah, but today we have something uh, I'm led that we should discuss that is very, 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 very needful in our lives as believers. So let us pray. Father, we thank you as we come once again. Holy Spirit Divine, I pray that you minister unto us as we discuss the things concerning our faith. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, my dear friends, uh, what we have to discuss these days is a question that each and every one of us has to answer. And that question is, why are you a Christian? This is for those who are Christians. Why are you a Christian? But for those who are not Christians, uh, it might sound, why are you not a Christian? But I'm going to take that in the next episode. So, what we're discussing today is for those who are Christians and also for those who are not Christians to learn a little thing, a little bit deeper in what Christianity stands for. Hallelujah. Then we find out that uh, most Christians do not really know why they are Christians or whether they are the scriptural Christians according to God's standard. Remember in the book of Acts of the Apostles, the Bible says that the, the disciples of Jesus Christ were called were first called Christians in Antioch. Yeah, by this time Jesus has died and resurrected for more than 40 days. He was with the disciples and taught them more of things concerning the kingdom. Then he went back to heaven, ascended in Mount Olivet, and they saw him live, uh, rising and, uh, how do I say it, uh, uh, you know, going up to heaven with his hands spread, beating the force of gravity. He crossed the planets and the stars, you know, to get into heaven because he is the creator. He is God the Son. So the deity and the divinity of Christ is not a subject of controversy or debate or anything at all. He is Lord. He remains Lord. Whether people believe it or not, He's coming back again. He's going to judge the world. So why are you a Christian? And I might ask myself the same question some years ago 
maybe we are Christians because uh, from our mother, our mother was a Christian, or our father was a Christian, or is a Christian, we are born into the Christian family. So we, we accepted Christianity as the way of worshiping God and our family's form of worship or way of life. Then for some people they say, oh, I am a Christian because I love Christianity. There's a lot of blessings in Christianity. Since I've been a Christian, I've been blessed. The blessings of Abraham, all the silver, all the gold, all the protection, all the peace, all the pro uh, uh, prosperity. Oh, I love Christians because they are among the most blessed and successful group of people under the sun. I accept that with you. I accept that with you. Uh, all the other people will say, I love, I'm a Christian because I, I came into the church and I, I love praise and worship. Oh my goodness. Well, they, the Christians, they worship God and it's so wonderful. The music, the orchestra. Some also are Christians because they are, they've tested the power of God that, you know, touched them and delivered them and, you know, God did something good in their lives. And they found out that it's better to be a Christian, to be protected uh, from evil spirit attacks and all that. Others say, oh, I'm a Christian because uh, uh, Christians are pleasant. They are loving and caring. So that's why I'm a Christian. In Christianity, there's love and care. There's no doubt about it. In scriptural Christianity. Okay. Then others will say, oh, there's liberty in Christian. In Christianity, nobody bothers you. Nobody worries you. Nobody polices you up and down. You want, want to pray, you pray. When you want to fast, you fast, you know. Uh, I love that. I love Christianity because I'm there because I, I'm free. I'm free. Yeah, there's liberty in the spirit in Christianity because Christianity does not uh, depend on the good works. You know, people mortifying their bodies and you know doing things to please God for forgiveness of sins. Because for Christians, someone has gone ahead to pay the price of their sins. Will come to that later. Then someone say, I'm a Christian, I love Christianity because of Christmas, because of Easter. Oh, a lot of foods, a lot of drinks and uh, gifts, you know, here and there, a holiday. Oh, I love Christians, I love Christmas all over the world. People are celebrating the love of the Savior. Yeah, that is true. The Christmas is there, but these are not reasons why one should say is a christian and these are the you know the pleasant goodies that come you know uh, in the christian way of life okay because i don't want to get into that we all know that uh, christmas 25th december was not the time christ was born but then uh, uh we're not going to talk on debate on that uh we know and that christmas is a wonderful thing that people can even remember that Christ was born. Whether the date is that or not, and God is using the Christmas, it's time to do crusades and win souls to God. And all through the years, Christmas reminds the world, whether they like it or not, that the Savior has come and died for them, and is coming back again. So Christmas will stand as a testimony on the last day to let all souls know you heard that the Savior came to die for you. What do you do with the gospel and salvation? So these eight or nine things might be reasons why 
Christians. People are Christians. Now, I, wa- I want to say that uh, without uh, any kind of um, prejudice, that there are two kinds of Christians. Christian by birth is different from Christianity that Christ wants is the born again. John chapter 3 verse 3, he was talking to Nicodemus, he was talking to the ruler of the law in the Judaism religion and he was talking to everybody. Except the man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God, he cannot see God on the last day. So Christ came not to give us a religion, he came to give us the way of life, the way back to God. So you might know that Christianity is not a religion, though people term every worship of God and they put Christianity in as a religion with all, no, 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 Christianity is not a religion, it's a way back to God. Because Christ did not come to uh, establish religion. He didn't come to support Judaism. Okay? He came that the Judaism would be converted to Christianity. But those guys did not believe him. Uh, It's a long story now. So he extended every salvation to all men because he didn't come only for the Jews. He came for all men to be saved. John 3 16 For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son. Whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He that does not believe in him is already condemned. So it's not about religion. And if you can Google, check your dictionary, religion, the meaning of religion, the original meaning of the religion is one binding one's self back to God. Binding oneself back to God. So, relationship was broken, and it's man's effort now to get himself into relationship with God. So, religion is all about man's way of searching God, man's way of pleasing God, man's way of restoring the, uh, the broken relationship. That's man's way. Religion were before, existed before Christ came. But when he came, he made it clearly. Uh, he made it clearly on the on the scriptures that uh, he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by him. John fourteen six. So Christ is the way back to God. Christ is the way back to God. Okay, that was why he came and died and resurrected and he is coming back again let's go directly now the reasons why you are a christian or you should become a christian as soon as possible amen acts we we see uh in the book of john chapter 14 verse 66 and from the text we have read that Jesus declared unto himself, I'm not a religious leader. I didn't come to establish man's you know, way of reaching God. I'm coming from heaven, and I've, I come as a son of man. I entered into the world to save souls. 
okay? I am the way, the truth, and the life, that no man comes unto the Father but by me. This is a very blunt sentence, a very strong saying of the Lord, that people should not waste time in religion. Religion has not done men any good, even from the day that Moses left the world. Israel took to Baal. Many things happened. Religions of every other nation, they had religion. They are trying to seek creation, creators. They want to see the creator. They want to touch him. They want to please him. They were worshipping anything, doing all sorts of things. And that was why Jesus rebuked those in Moses' sitters, the Pharisees and Sadducees of those days could not live the life. So Christianity is just about forgiving us our sins because we entered into this world with the original sin of Adam. Uh, you know, uh, 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 baptism and sacrament does not remove that sin. No, 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 no. Because the Bible said, God says, without the shedding of blood there shall be no remission of sin. So when the blood is shed, not the blood of bulls and goats, if you read Hebrews chapter 10, it tells us that the, the blood of bulls and goats and animals is not capable of removing the sins of men. And you can see today, even today in religions, you can look around, they, they, they kill animals, they kill goats in order to look for atonement for their sins. But Hebrews 10 tells us that God said, only one sacrifice do I need. I need a sacrifice of a lamb without blemish. So Christ came as a man into the womb of Mary as a baby, as the son of man to come to take the form of man to die for us. He came and he lived his life nearly almost three and a half years. And with three and a half years of ministry or thereabout, full-time ministry, uh, he performed every miracle. He did everything to show that God sent him. They crucified him. He died for our sins. Uh, 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 if you read Matthew chapter 1 from verse 20, it says that a virgin shall give birth to a son. His name shall be called Jesus. He shall save his people from their sins. So number one is the way back to God. Other religions, nobody died for them. They don't know where they are going. Everything after the grave is just, you know, a kind of gambling. You ask them, when you die now, where are you going to go? I don't know if my, uh, I'll be doing good according to how my prophet tells me. Uh, da, 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 da. And uh, at the end of eternity, if my good is greater than my evil, I will enter into heaven or paradise. No, you don't gamble with your life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. And in Acts chapter 4, uh, we, we read from verse 12. He said there, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. So I'm a Christian because Jesus saved me from my sins. 
I confessed my sins. I decided I'm not going to do those things again. And he gives you the grace and the power to not to continue in those sins. Christianity is the only place you will come. The creator, the savior has already, uh, the person that instituted the very way has already paid the price. God has already made provision that sin, the power of sin will be broken in the life of believers. So all these places people go, you see them wobbling in their sin and wickedness, they call it religion. And when I talk that, I, I'm not saying out, even in, in the so-called Christianity, you have pseudo-Christianity. They don't know why they are there. They are in sin. They are in wickedness, covetousness. And I'm telling you, most of them make people not to like to become Christians because of their way of life. False believers, false Christians. I'm not talking about them. But if you look at what Jesus said uh, in, in John chapter 4, verse uh, 70 he said have I not chosen you twelve and one of you said devil have I not chosen you twelve but one of you is a devil and that is Judas so you can see there are prophets who are devils there are bishops pastor call their name who are devils like Judas Judas Iscariot you can see all the savior you can love money, you can do anything. You see it in the internet. Uh, pastor killed, they did this one. You see them carrying people's women in fornication. You see them getting into crime. You see them in fraud. And they say, ah, pastor, don't be surprised. Don't let that stop you from being a Christian. Jesus said, I have chosen you 12. One is a devil. Hallelujah. So, uh, he paid the price, okay, of our sins. I want to put that as number two because there's nobody, nobody paid the No religious leader was ready to die for anybody. They only used sword and spells to go and conquer, conquer the world and get the gold, seize political power and then force religion in the, in the throat of people at the point of that. You choose it or you go. So he paid the price. In Revelation chapter 1, uh, 12 15 the word of god tells us that jesus uh, he paid the price remember he said i am uh, i am he that was dead i am alive i live forevermore i have the keys of hell and death there's no religious leader that can say what christ has said that he has the keys of life and death of hell because he is the son of the living God. And you see some people who are, who are bold in their religions to come and teach us. That's what's happening in the internet now. They, are, they don't have the light. They are the destitute of the grace of God. They are bereft of uh, knowledge and the uh, light of the, of the Holy Spirit. And they pick up the Bible intellectually and they are reading. And the preoccupation of their religion is to attack Christianity, to attack the Bible. And one was saying that Christ did not die on the cross. I'm sorry I have to mention that, man. You say that Christ, and they are debating. Well, I, I didn't have the chance, uh, but I, I want to say, if that man is saying that Christ died in the chair, and I, he didn't die on the cross, that means the leader of his religion never conquered Mecca. 
to establish a political and religious base from which she reached out to all the rest of the pastors of the world. If any man can open up and say that Christ did not die on the day, he did not resurrect, like the Jewish of the uh, uh, Pharisees and Sadducees of the old bribed, bribed the soldiers to say that his disciples carried them away. All these things. But at the end of it, we, we see they are still... Jesus said, if you don't repent, you will die in your sins. You will die. They were fornicating. They were in adultery. They were in covetousness. They were in wickedness. The Lord said, woe unto you, Pharisees. Woe unto you, scribes. It's better you were not born. So these people are already facing the judgment of God because, because of enviness, they also... Uh, you know, killed Christ. And Jesus said it. The Son of Man goeth the way he is going, but woe unto he. Woe unto the person that will be an instrument of the enemy to do harm to the Savior. So let's go on. Salvation is of Christ. Uh, no other name. No other name. He paid the price. So Christianity is the kind of uh, way of life back to God. That tells you if you don't get born again and repent from your sins, you're going to end up in heaven, in hell. If you don't, you can pay your tithe and offering, you can be good to the pastor, you do the work of God, you sing in the orchestra, you do this, give arms to beggars, feed the homeless. All these good works cannot open up heaven's gate. You know, so Christianity is that, real, is that way of life uh, that tells you that your own salvation makes your name to be in the book of life. Revelation chapter 20 verse 12. Already, immediately you get born again, you say no to your sins, and you are serious about it, you call Jesus as your Lord and Savior to come and give you the grace to live a holy life. You resist that sin. You resist those who entice you. You have your life changed. You uh, you now uh, submit to the Holy Spirit to lead you. You study the Word of God and have uh, a fellowship with believers. Oh, my brother, my sister, your name will be written in the book of life. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, he said, he said there that, those whose name were not, you know, who were not written in the in the Lamb's book of Lamb were cast into hell. So already now, many people are claiming they are Christians, you know, because they have big ministry, they preach, they do the... Is your life holy before God? Hebrews 12, 14 says, Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no one shall see the Lord. So we find out that uh, these people here okay they do all these things they do but their name is not in the book of life they have not you know they have not departed from sin so christianity is one of these uh, uh, is the way of life that will unlike religions is going to show you the savior show you the grace of god to overcome sin and it was going to keep you it's only the religion religious people that turn things around but Christianity tells you, you shall not kill your fellow human being. Okay? This is the New Testament, not the Old Testament that uh, uh, people were using God, you know, Israel was fighting. Jesus, if Jesus wanted to destroy the Roman Empire, or, or you know, he would have done that with the League of Angels. He said it. My father will give me a League of Angels. I finished this very... He said, my kingdom is not of this world. 
So, you know, Christianity, Christianity helps you to understand that there's eternal judgment of the sinners. If they don't repent, Christ has paid the price for the sin of everybody in the world, regardless their religion or what they believe. Immediately they call upon the name of the Lord and cast away, you know, their sin and wickedness, the grace, Jesus Christ, the living Christ who resurrected, who's coming back again, will manifest himself. You know, it's, it's all about personal relationship. Hallelujah. Christianity is personal relationship with God. And then I, I want to say that number four is the only uh, <laughs> is the only place that keeps the devil where he's supposed to be. Because this son of God came to take the form of man and he rose back and he went back to heaven. And you know, the evil one was formerly in heaven before, but he cannot go back because he had been cast down. So to have true deliverance from evil power, from witchcraft, from wicked, diabolical people, Christianity is where you see that the power of God rests. And he gave that power to the true church. Not the political church. Not the church that is wobbling with compromise and worldliness and sin. You know, the church... The militant church that lives and breathes the fire of Holy Spirit, lives holy life, preaches the gospel. These are the people whom God, through Jesus Christ, handed the mantle. He said, Peter, Simon, Jonas, today your name, I change it. You are the stone. Upon this rock I am building my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail. Upon the rock, the eternal rock of ages, the one that gave drink to Israel in the wilderness, the one that the prophet Zion prophesied, he said that, Behold, I lay for a foundation in Zion, a tri stone, a chief cornerstone, a rock of offense. Whoever falls upon me, cuts into pieces, Upon whom he grinds, uh, he falls upon he grinds into powder. He said, This is the rock, the chief cornerstone that was despised and rejected by the builders. And now is the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. And he said, Hallelujah. He said, It is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in my sight. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ in Colossians chapter 1, we can see he is the only one that delivers. The Bible said uh, he, he delivers us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood. Colossians 1.12 So I'm a Christian now because Christ has delivered me from the power of darkness and he can keep me until he's coming. The enemy cannot hurt me as long as I'm living a pure and holy life. Amen. Amen. And uh, okay, there are so many things here. He has the power over death, over hell, over the devil, over the grave. Oh, He has the power to heal. In fact, I have more than 30 reasons why one must be a Christian, a born-again Christian. So I want to encourage you if you're a Christian, 
You don't just come to church, sing and worship and go. You have to look into your life. Hebrews say that follow peace with all men and holiness without which no one shall see the Lord. Colossians 2 chapter 6 to 10 tells you also to walk as Christ walked. Be a Christ fuller. He was humble. He was holy. He was peaceful. He was full of faith. Okay? And it also tells you to withdraw from people who preach wrong things against Christianity. You, you don't need to go and start. Those people who are going for debate, who want to debate, this religion will come against Christianity. Open your holy book, will open a holy book. The Lord does not ask anybody to debate for him. This intellectualism does not, it does not help. You don't assess God through intellectualism and, and logic and that kind of thing. You bring out the Bible, which is a spiritual book of believers, and you are, and you, there's not, you can argue. Those religious people can win an argument, but they cannot win the battle against sin. They can't win battle against Satan. They can't, you know, they can't win God's reconciliation. Because he said that it's only through the blood of Jesus Christ that men can come unto salvation. So it's a wonderful thing to be a Christian. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful thing to keep on serving God. Jesus is coming back again. He said, Behold, I come quickly, and I will give everyone as reward as his work is. He said, In my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I will tell you, I'm going to prepare a place. Where I am is where you will be. I pray that the Lord will strengthen you as a believer. Have time, study your Bible. Have a personal relationship with God. Make everything with all seriousness. And you know, Jesus Christ will do you good. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the way, I am the way to heaven. My Lord say, I am the way, I am the only way, I am the way to heaven. Jesus say, I am the only, only way. Only, only way, I am the way to heaven. The Lord bless you and strengthen you. The Lord open up your eyes to see why you should be a Christian and receive salvation for the assurance of your soul on the last day. The Lord bless you as a Christian to strengthen you to live a holy life and to overcome every temptation and trials that comes on your way. So that when the trumpet of God will sound, when the dead of in Christ shall rise, we all who are alive will join them to be with the Lord forever and ever. We will escape the great tribulation, we will escape the wickedness, uh, the punishment of the wickedness of this one that God is going to rain like he rained brimstone from Sodom and Gomorrah on Sodom and Gomorrah. The Lord keep and bless you, cause his countenance to shine upon you. Jesus loves you, I love you, keep on fighting the faith. At the end of this battle, there is victory and the crown of life for us. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen.